Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the Movie. One minute at a time. And this week we are on... Minute 81. And I don't know if there's going to be that much to say about minute number 81. I don't think so. (laughs) Because all my notes are pretty much just transcribing the minute. Yeah. (laughs) All the dialogue. I have a little bit of what is going on in BZ's mind, but it's not very long. I think there's only like two paragraphs on this minute in the book. Oh, man. Is this going to be another Anya in the mirror episode where we only have like a nine minute episode? (laughs) No, we got to go longer than that. We got to be more long winded than that. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what uh, sparks in our brains as we're doing this. Funny story, before we uh, started recording, I was taking my notes, and before I watched the minute, I totally miscalculated. I thought this minute was next minute, and I was taking all these notes about various holidays that are on March 25th. (laughs) And then I watched the minute, and oh no, that none of that stuff is referenced at all. I have to save all that for next week. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to save this minute. I have all this trivia about March 25th locked well, and loaded. I'm glad you're prepared. <laughs> I, I was working ahead. And also, Ben, this is going to be our last episode of October 2021. The next time the listeners hear from us, it's going to be officially the holiday season. I know. Weird, huh? The movie... Is almost in season again. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Maybe I should do a uh, periodic update to see if it's streaming anywhere. So uh, one second. Oh, okay. You know how last year I was keeping everybody informed if it was on Crackle or Peacock or Flib Flabble or... <laughs> Quibble Quabble. <laughs> Quibble Quabble. <laughs> That's my favorite streaming service. <laughs> Do you pay the fourteen ninety nine a month for premium quibble quabble or just basic, <laughs> basic free with ads quibble quabble? I'm free. I like the free stuff. All right. Well, that was a total waste of time because apparently Santa Claus movie is not streaming anywhere for free at the moment here late October 2021. <laughs> if you want to watch it, you'll have to pay Amazon or Apple some actual money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, BZ is uh, in charge of the distribution right now. <laughs> last well, year's maybe... last year's taste was free. This year, you need to pay in small bills. <laughs> well, maybe uh, maybe when we get closer to Christmas, it'll show up. Yeah, yeah, they seem to put it in the vault come January. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't come out for free until the holidays. <laughs> Well, anyway, that, that killed a little bit of time before we dive into the minute here. So let, how about we begin minute number 81? Okay. Our minute begins with a couple of frames of Patch smiling after he had just told BZ last week in minute number 80 that he planned to return to the North Pole where his friends and Santa were. And then we got back to BZ in his chair, legs still up <laughs> on his desk, and he has this great big scowl on his face. Well, you want to know what he's thinking during this scowl? Yes, I do. Well, let me tell you. BZ shook his head in exasperation. The ungrateful little creep really (laughs) seemed to mean it. He rubbed his chin, thinking furiously. He didn't really need the elf anymore. Just that secret ingredient. Patch could leave if he wanted to, 
but there had to be a way to make him leave that secret stuff behind. But once again, great performance by Lithgow because you can see the wheels turning in Beezy's head, the plan changing and formulating. Mm-hmm. Because he goes from that scowl and then he starts to sit up and asks one last favor from Patch before Patch leaves. All right, all right, I'll tell you what. Just do me one favor before you go. No, I can't. I've got to go back. Then Beezy really starts to lay it on thick. And he says, not for me. For them, Pat. No, 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 no. Not for me. For them, Patch. Okay, hold on. Hold on. There is a little section from the book that maybe they filmed and cut out or they rewrote and decided not to use. But Beezy has some more lines. Okay, I was just going in real time with the minute. Yeah, yeah. It says here, in the book, after BZ says, just do me one favor before you go. He watched Patch through narrowed eyes, his face a mask of friendly concern. Seeing the elf's hesitation playing on his obvious vulnerability and need to be liked, guilt could move more mountains than faith ever did. So this is now this is BZ's lines that were cut. Okay. Hey, sweetheart, come on. You owe me. And then he was thinking in his head, no, 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 that wasn't exactly it. You owe these marvelous kids who put their faith in you, right? Am I right? Come on. This is for them, for the kids of this miserable old world. Well, that's pretty close. I would close, say this. but not right. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, the sweetheart thing mm. hasn't really been Beezy's character. No. A callback to a previous minute, that reminds me more of uh, James Wood's Hades from Hercules. Mm. Like, hey, babe, yeah. sweetheart, how about yeah. you do this for your old pal? Yeah. I like how he was thinking in the middle of that sentence, though. Like, no, 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 no. That's not going to work. I have to change what I'm going to say here. So, uh, like I was saying, that that's pretty close to how it plays out in the movie. Not exactly. Maybe they tweaked it as they were going along that day. Yeah. There's a nice little pause because uh, Patch is pretty confused after Beezy goes, Not for me. For them, Patch. And then there's this pause as he's kind of looking around, like, who? And at this point, Beezy has stood up. He's walking around his desk, get closer to Patch. He puts his arm around Patch's shoulders to be like buddy buddies. Patch asks who, and Beezy just keeps going. Doesn't acknowledge that Patch is confused. <laughs> he goes, am I right? Who? Am I right? I always wonder, it's like, Patch just said who? Like, he has no idea what you are talking about, Beezy. Like, I know you're you're thinking this in your brain, but uh, <laughs> Patch doesn't know what you're talking about. You're just going off just to hear yourself talk right now. And then his reply is, am I right? Something, <laughs> something for them. He's being very dramatic here. Something for all the children of this miserable old world. Not too bad. Did I do a pretty good BZ? Yeah. Something... Something for them. Something for all the children of this miserable old world. And Patch is just like, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? 
BZ takes a nice big puff on his cigar and asks Patch, What do you say? Will you do it? And Patch asks, Well, what is it? So how about it? Will you do it? Well, what is it? I'm I'm mostly performing the audio the audio <laughs> play this month this week. <laughs> We're gonna have John's version, BZ's version, John's version, BZ's version. Well, maybe that's what we'll do after we after we pass minute one oh eight. We do a uh, an audio play, a radio play, <laughs> print out the transcript. So then BZ says, "This stardust, this reindeer." cornflakes whatever it is that made the children walk on air what would happen if you were to juice up the formula make it stronger this stardust this reindeer cornflakes whatever it is that made the children walk on air what would happen if you were to juice up the formula a bit just make it stronger how was that one? I know we kind of, I kind of went into Shatner territory. <laughs> yeah, you you left. <laughs> Can you imagine William Shatner as BZ? He could have probably pulled it off too. Yeah, he probably could have. Yeah. So the most interesting thing of that that uh, chunk of dialogue is that now BZ here at eighty one minutes into the movie, BZ is now the only character to refer to. The magical reindeer dust by its canon name of Stardust. Isn't that in that's insane to me? This huge plot yeah. point <laughs> and it hasn't been established what it's called and then it's like thrown away like he doesn't know what it's really called. Like it's called. Right, he just like makes it up. Yeah. <laughs> so unless you had read the book or listened to our podcast Mm-hmm. And I think on the audio commentary as well, they refer to it as Stardust. Yeah. But here it is, BZ, for the first time in this movie, referring to it by its correct name of Stardust. And of course, I'm always amused by reindeer cornflakes. Yes. It doesn't look a thing like reindeer cornflakes. No, we, we've it's... described it. It looks more like moss. Yeah. <laughs> Glittery moss that the, reindeer, moss that the reindeer eat. Yeah. So... Patch responds by saying, Well, it's self-explanatory. I mean, it would make them fly. (laughs) So we do squeeze in an elf pun this week. I'll read the whole line now. You probably just heard it. But let me read it again in case you missed it. Because we had the the Dudley laughter in there. Well, it's self-explanatory. I mean, it would make them fly. In the, well, now we got to break down this elf pun, which doesn't seem... Does it work in this context? It's elf-explanatory. Well, it would be it would be self-explanatory, right? Yes. So I think he's saying that it's just common sense. Like, if you juice it up, if you add more to it, it's going to make you fly as opposed to float. Yeah, I understand that, but i just wondering, like... If we took it literally, it's like, it can only be explained by an elf, or it's so obvious only an elf could explain it to you. I guess it would work in that context as well a little bit, because, you know, normal people wouldn't know the ins and outs of Stardust. Well, I mean, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. I think it's just (laughs) a, like, a common sense thing, like, you know. I'm I'm overthinking it. I'm overthinking the pun. I think so, yeah. And uh, now, can you check the? Can you check our uh, notes and see if "elf explanatory" 
has been used previously in the movie or any other Santa media in our breakdown. Yeah, let me let me open it up. I can't wait to read the definitive list of elf puns when we wrap up this movie. Elf explanatory. Yes. Yes. Oh, it has shown it up was, before? Yeah, it was used in minute 65. It's elf explanatory. And also, heaven helps those who help their elf. Now, was elf explanatory in the movie, or does it have an asterisk by it in our notes? That would indicate that it's been used on some other Santa Claus movie-related media. It was in the movie. Oh, so mm-hmm. he's used it twice. I thought it sounded familiar. Yeah. Uh, well, while you, get the, while you get the breakdown up, you have to add this elf explanatory in there. Well, now if you can go back to your video clip of minute 65, I'm curious what context Elf Explanatory was used previously. Okay, let me bring it up. <laughs> I got it. 40 okay. Sec- 40 seconds into the minute, it is Patch says, Well, isn't it Elf Explanatory? How's that? I'm an elf. An elf? Yes. To BZ saying, Who are you? <laughs> An elf? An elf! Like a fairy? I'm not a fairy. See, we could just... That'll be a challenge, you know, maybe we could just do a one-take record and see how far through the movie we can get. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So anyway, that is is the self-explanatory, elf-explanatory pun. Okay, yeah, I'm surprised they got it in there twice. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So stay tuned for our uh, elf pun breakdown in a few months, <laughs> where we'll go back and see if any other elf puns have been used multiple times. So BZ starts to choke on his cigar smoke, coughing it into Patch's face, like, <coughs> and he says, like, fly? And we end midway through a Dudley Moore cough, or a Patch cough, I should say. Fly. Fly. Yeah, fly. You mean, like... Yeah. And it goes into the next minute, which is the minute that I originally started taking notes for. So Mm -hmm. I'm ahead on my homework a little bit. (laughs) I have brought up the definition of float and the definition of fly. Okay. Well, you know, that's also going to creep over into next minute. Well, I think I think we can talk about it. Okay. Talk about it for the longest time. I guess we'll talk about it now. And we'll probably talk about it some more next week as well. But for the longest time, it confused me. Because I always thought, oh, the the lollipops have made the kids fly. But Mm -hmm. I guess their definition is that the lollipop just made the kids float. Mm -hmm. So I was always confused why uh, BZ was so like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. they can make them fly? Like it's so unexpected and mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I think that is because the definition of float, I mean, everybody knows what float and fly are, but the actual definition is move or hover slowly and lightly in a liquid or air. You drift. But fly is move or be hurled quickly through the air. So... Floating seems to be like a gentle, you know, just kind of la 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 la, while flying is like Superman. 
through the air. Yes, in, in our in subsequent viewings, especially mm-hmm. in preparation for this podcast, I do understand the difference now. And going back, it doesn't seem that any of the kids floated higher than the height of a basketball hoop right, or a refrigerator. And you have to remember, they probably had some push. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They probably like pushed off the ground a little bit to get them that high in the air. And then the only other kid we really saw floating was the one who was holding hands with the little girl. Right. So we've only seen three kids float and Miss Tucker. Mm-hmm. I think she's the exception to the rule because I think she's the only one that really went like floated up high without having any like momentum. But that could be explained because she like scarfed the whole right. lollipop down with her horse like teeth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yes. Well, the kids were just kind of like savoring it, like sucking on it or licking it like a normal lollipop. See, it's all making sense. This is why we (laughs) slow down and watch the movie one minute at a time. So we have another entire minute of just Beezy and Patch talking next week. I know. And unfortunately, in this scene, like this week and next week, is it's so tight. The camera work is so tight on their faces and their bodies that there's really even nothing to discuss in the background. I mean, because we've been in his office multiple times at this point, but you can barely see anything around them because the camera is just like right in their faces, which kind of stinks for podcast work. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on. Well, I, I still think we got at least 15 minutes here. Yeah. So, so not bad. I don't understand what this artwork on the wall is that's right at the beginning of the minute over patch's shoulder it's like a square held di- like so it's like a diamond and it looks like there's like rocks or something in the center it's like a circle with like rocks in it i don't understand what it is i don't know it looks like something something fancy-ish yeah i just that would be I in knew... a boardroom or an office i just wish i knew what it was like is it three-dimensional or is it like flat you know what I mean? Like, is it just like a whole bunch of rocks glued into the center of this? Or I wish I knew what it was. <laughs> and how much would you love to have this, like, leather-bound binder that's on BZ's desk oh. that has the BZ logo, like, golden? Yes. <laughs> embossed on it. I would love that. BZ, in a callback to earlier... You know, he's trying to impress somebody, make a good impression, like mm-hmm. he was with the press a couple minutes ago, because he has the little flower in his lapel again. You, rem- you may remember he had he was wearing that when he returned from his Congressional Senate meeting. Yeah. yeah. And, so and he had... stomped it out. <laughs> he's had this on since the press conference with Patch. So, so you know he was trying to make a good impression. And, and once again, I have to wonder how many takes of BZ just sucking on those cigars. <laughs> how much cigar smoke do you think John Lithgow and Dudley Moore had to inhale during the filming know. of this scene? I don't know. Do you think those are real cigars or like the candy cigarette type things? I don't know. I feel like they, I feel like in the 80s, Right. I, f- I feel like they would have been going for real cigars. Yeah. And not fake cigars. 
And of course, if they were remaking this movie now, there'd be no cigars whatsoever. Exactly. No cigars. They probably wouldn't even have the the decanters on the table either. I would I would like to hope that if they did remake Santa Claus movie, they could keep BZ with his cigar. Because it's just so much a part of his sleazy character. Yeah. Maybe we could make the case if we were in charge of the remake. It's like, look, he's the villain. We're not encouraging kids to smoke. Mm-hmm. We will get rid of Dooley's pipe. And just like in this movie, Santa won't smoke at all. But right. we, we need to keep BZ cigar and <laughs> and booze. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you would. We'd have to come up with something. He could have like one of those like walking sticks instead. You know, like a, one of those cane type walking sticks that the bad guys beat people with. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's whacking, whacking Towser around with it. <laughs> I said I want bubble gum, <laughs> not puce. <laughs> oh, BZ. <laughs> Clonk. <laughs> Towser has little stars going around his head. Exactly. So any final thoughts on this minute? Any final, final think, thoughts? <laughs> any final, final thoughts? I don't think so. It's uh, it's pretty bland of a minute, not going to lie. But uh, that's okay. You well, know, for, you, for not material- every minute is a winner, you know? Well, well, you mean for podcast content. Right. I yes. mean, this does move the plot ahead. It does. It does. And we get some great John Lithgow facial expressions and line readings in here. Yes. We get that great scowl on his face. <laughs> So if you have anything to add about this minute, anything Santa Claus the movie related, as always, you can email Ben and I, SantaByTheMinute at gmail.com. And you can reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at SantaMinute. Ben and I post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday. And as always, you can listen to any of those episodes for free!